Hello, my name is Kevin Rhodes, and I have this suspicion that design thinking is actually killing innovation. Maybe it's killing innovation where you work. Uh, I've been personally observed at kill innovation in many different arenas. And here's the weird part. Design thinking is supposed to drive innovation. It is supposed to be the catalyst or the, the, the way of thinking or the way of operating that, that makes innovation possible. So if you haven't checked out the video where I share with you the definition that I find valuable around design thinking, uh, go check that out now. But here's, here's where I think design thinking is kind of under-delivering or the initial value that is the reason we reach for design thinking in the first place. So if the design thinking is a multidisciplinary approach to problem solving using design methodologies, then here's what I've observed and where design thinking can, can go wrong. So if you are new to facilitating design thinking exercises or practicing design thinking, I think this will be particularly helpful for you. Um, and if you have been exposed or use, using design thinking for a while and are just frustrated with the results, hopefully this will be helpful to you as well. When we bring a multidisciplinary uh, uh, team together to collaborate with the notion of solving a problem using design methodologies, that engagement or that work can often feel like you're driving consensus to the least desirable result. What I mean by that is you get a, a lot of concerns all in the room together, each represented by different aspects of the business. Again, multidisciplinary approach. And in order to satisfy all of those concerns, you just you have to mitigate all of the risk right out of the room. By the time you have no risk left, you have, yes, you have a lot of consensus. You, you, everyone around the team, around the table can nod, yeah, this is the direction we want to go. But you've eliminated all the risk. And at the same time, you eliminated all of the new ideas and innovation that you could possibly, you know, bring to the marketplace. That to me is the danger of design thinking. If you've got a, if you've got a really powerful personalities in the room that demand the consensus uh, happen across, across all of the parties involved, then the result, the natural inclination is to, is to drive, to drive the expectations so low around the thing you're designing for that everyone agrees that, yeah, we can, I'm willing to risk my particular concerns on this solution. You do that five, 10, 15 other people's concerns around the, across the business, you can watch that nasty, mushy result move through synthesis and ideation and prototyping and all that and go to the marketplace. And then everybody sits back and says, well, design thinking is really not all that great. Like we, we, we produce something we probably were going to produce anyways. Yeah. Because you've, you've, you've brought everybody in, in together and you've eliminated all the risk and in doing so eliminated all of the possibilities of doing something new because doing anything new is risky. Here's the catch 22. Doing the same thing is also risky. If you're just doing the same thing again and again, and even if you're using a design thinking approach where it's cross-disciplinary approach to solving a problem using design methodologies, even if, even if you're using that way of working, if you're, all you're doing is moving everything through the same process, just eliminating all the risk all along the way, then yeah, doing the same thing is also really risky. Here's what I coach teams to do if they are using design thinking but not seeing innovation or not seeing the results on the other side being anything new or exciting. 
And that comes into play about around the types of methods that you're using while you are a functioning as a cross-disciplinary team. So if you aren't using a design method that gets you out of your comfort zone, it's probably time to pick a new one. So if you're not using a design method that's going to talk to users or talk to your customers that aren't particularly thrilled with your service, then you're probably not hearing anything new or probably not hearing anything uncomfortable and aren't going to have those new sparks of ideas as input. So find design methods that expose you to new ideas. Don't just use the same ones again and again. Look for ones that are going to like specifically bring an outside voice into that mix that might be a little disruptive. Another thing you really have to do is ratchet up your tolerance for risk. Design thinking isn't about eliminating all the risk. Yeah, it's about getting a product from from ideation out the door, but it's also one of the main promises, again, is that this is something new or creative. That's the promise, anyways, that design thinking is there to help facilitate. So ratchet up your, uh, your level of risk. So if you don't know how to do that, reach for a design method that helps teams uh, barter risk. So when you gain consensus across the team, th- the methods that you use automatically have, or they have baked into them mechanisms that 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 expose risk for a party and pull in and and reserve risk for a party so that that the parties involved have levers and not everyone's at a this mediocre middle so there's design methods for that so if again if you're if you're practicing design thinking or if you're new to design thinking and getting mediocre results keep these things in mind find methods that that expose you to new ideas and Ideally, ideas from outside of that core, that cross-disciplinary team, but also ratchet up your team's tolerance for risk. Nothing ventured is nothing gained. So my hope is that you can leverage design thinking to to launch new and creative ideas, and not just more of the same mush over and over again. If you want to take a deeper dive into how to think about design thinking or this approach to problem solving or generating new creative ideas that you can launch into the marketplace, two books you've got to read. If you haven't already, this time just go to Amazon, look them up. Tim Brown's Change by Design and Roger Martin's The Design of Business. Read those two. Those will give you a good launching point into uh, how to leverage design thinking in the place that you work. I hope that's been helpful. If it has, hit subscribe. Uh, And if you have found design thinking to be helpful at your place of business, I would love to know what you do that allows it to be successful. Are there things to focus on as you're practicing design thinking that give it that extra oomph or gives it that grit that, that you need in order to generate something new or creative? I'd love to know. Leave a comment below.